Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week, we're your IMSA experience as well. And now, the IMSA experience for the Rolex. The Rolex 24. All right. We are getting close to wrapping up season three. This is yeah. episode 49. 49? Four niner. Um, well, Molly, we might as well just warm up the tires, jump right into it. I mean, it's a race report, so like two seconds of news. Yep. But all of the news we're going to be covering next week, because next week we'll be talking about, you know, silly season. But and then straight into the Rolex, because that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Found <laughs> <laughs> um, it good. All right. So, of course, the day that we drop this on Thursday, there is going to be an announcement from Tony Kanaan. Oh, boy. I mean, so, who knows? It, it could be all kinds of things. Um, it could be that he's only doing the 500. It could be that he's not doing any races. It could be, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't even predict with the way the silly season has gone. It's him and Mark Miles. Yeah, that's it. Nobody from that's AJ it. Point Racing. Um, Nobody from any other team. It's just president of Penske Entertainment Corporation, Mark Miles. And I was like, well, that's a new title for you, Mark. Sure is. <laughs> and, and 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 AJ Foyt, good God, and Tony Kanaan. So yeah, don't don't know what that's about. Yeah. Speaking of AJ Foyt racing, Charlie Campbell got a full time ride with AJ Foyt racing for the 2020 season. Heck yeah, he did. Heck yes, and for the members of the media who maybe did not read the press release closely, it's not six races; it's the full season. It is the full season. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, get it together. Good lord. And I don't think we covered this last time. My timing is, timelines are somewhat fudgy. Santino Ferrucci. Yes, he has officially um, got the number 18 ride at Dale Coyne Racing, and he also has Sealmasters as a sponsor. And it's the Vassar Sullivan. Yeah. So... so- a lot of questions there that we'll be talking about next week. Yeah. So stay tuned. A lot. Which I actually ran into Santino at the Rolex mm-hmm. and um, took a picture with him and Flat Molly, of course. Well, naturally. Naturally. Um, but yeah, it was funny because I saw him and he goes, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you guys came to this too. And he didn't say it in this way, but in my mind, it was funnier if he was like, fuck, I didn't know you guys were here too. I've been <laughs> trying to avoid you. Um, that's not here, here, <laughs> right? Like you're here. Damn what? it. All of a sudden he's sending out texts to all the IndyCar drivers. They're here. Watch just, your 20. I you're feel like the there's text. probably like a, like a text thread that it's just all of the drivers for that sort of purpose. Maybe not us, probably us, but like other people too. Like, Oh shit. So-and-so's here. Yeah, I, I think so. I if mean, not, I, I would like that to happen. I'm like, <laughs> If not, don't ruin it for me. I just, I like thinking that it it's a thing. Yeah. I I, I enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel like it's got to be true for at least a few drivers. Oh, yeah. I know, like, the teams all have, like, the team driver, not the team drivers, but the drivers in the same team probably all have, like, a group. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, shit. Michael's pissed. <laughs> Uh, uh, wouldn't it be funny if they were like texting each other 
like during a meeting where Michael was, you know, were, were any team owners pissed, but that team owner was not in on the thread? Um, I mean, I want to be clear that I don't think the team owners are on any of the threads with the teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that probably happens having I been mean, in meetings before. I mean, I, come on. I, I would do that. Did we we just did that at a meeting the other day. We do it all the time. I yeah. do it all the time at, at every job I've ever had. Like if there's anybody else in the room that I know, I am either texting you or I take it old school and I'm writing notes. Mm-hmm. Like if you're sitting right next to me and it's something where everybody's taking notes the whole time, I'm not taking notes. I am writing color commentary. Mm-hmm. Don't ever look at the top of my, like the top and the side of a notebook. Cause there's <laughs> always just shit to other people that sometimes I forget to cross out. So it, makes for a fun review like two two weeks later i'm like what did who was sitting next to me right i'm like hmm i don't remember what what it was in reference to but i still can't believe she was fucking serious with that yeah boy they really couldn't land the damn plane but okay yeah sounds about right me oh yeah land the plane is probably something that i say more often than anything else all the time. And I have like a hand gesture now because I've been yes. on so many conference calls at work. It's the little like hang 10. Out. Just... Oh, see, now mine's just the hang 10 and it's just. Boop. Oh, see, mine is palm out. And then I take my index finger and I circle the palm like we're circling the runway. Mm, and then I I'm... bring it in the center, like lay in the plane. Mine's just a plane landing. Just. Merp. <laughs> no, mine, mine is it's so we're circling. We're circling. We're circling. Land it. <laughs> I can go from trying to land it to the good, like, jack-off motion, because typically if somebody's not landing the plane, they just want to hear themselves talk. So. <laughs> I like anyway. It. Anyway. We're fun. We're fun in uh, meetings and conference calls. Yeah. <laughs> God for the damn mute button. I abuse that. Yeah. You know what? Everybody's happier that I use the mute button. I mean, I'm a firm believer in it, regardless of the sarcastic things that I say during every phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, all right. Let's see. What other news we got? Anything else exciting? No. I mean, they keep hinting we're going to hear about Fernando, but it's still technically a rumor since it's not been confirmed yet. So. Yep. So we shall see. Maybe we will know by next episode. Maybe not. I don't know. It's Fernando. It depends. It's in God's hands. Yeah. It's really just in Fernando's hands. Let's be real clear about that. It is. And he's going to drag it out as long as he can because he's a drama queen. And I love it. I love that about him. That's okay. I get him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on to the Rolex. The Rolex. So how was it watching at home? It was different watching at home. So I did the IMSA track pass, which you keep saying it wrong. It was only $3. Well... On the website, like where it talked about it, it was advertised as four ninety nine. So I think that you just happen to like get a deal. It's four ninety nine if you do like the like there's a there's a like a bigger one that you can get all of the different track stuff, which oh. is like Arca and whatnot. But if you just wanted IMSA, it's like two ninety nine. Okay, well that makes sense then. Yes. So it was interesting to use it that way because it's basically, I mean, it was. 24 hour coverage of the track and so you had all of like the announcers because it clued in with the broadcast that was on like nbc nbcsn i think nbc again but it also 
they all cut to commercials and whatnot. And so there was like, you know, five minutes of just and no announcers. But it was nice. I mean, yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a full, you didn't see the whole track. It was just various. Various angles and things. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was nice to have time against scoring up there the whole time. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was what was nice about it, I think. Yeah, that was very nice. Well, it was weird to be at a track without you. I know, it was weird to have a race. Like, it, I wasn't there, but it, I mean, we've watched races on TV, not with each other, but like knowing that you were there and I wasn't, it was like, this is, I don't like this. <laughs> I know, there were so many times that I was like, God, I wish Molly was here right now. God, I wish Molly was here right now. Well, and you guys had great weather down there. Oh my gosh, we had fantastic weather. I even I was like, we better have good weather next year. I was like, because Molly earned this weather. We all earned this weather last year. Exactly. So tuffing it out in the rain. I'm gonna take a little uh, little page out of Rowdy's manual there, and so next year when we have good weather, I'm gonna say it's because of me. I think so. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, and I think it is because of you. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, Rowdy. Kyle, hey, Bush, he... Kyle Bush is an ass. You're, You're an, an ass. ass. <laughs> he didn't have a bad. I mean, his the car didn't do great, but like he didn't make any big slip ups. No, he did pretty good. And they let him drive it at the end. That's kind of a big thing. That is kind of a big thing. Yeah, Kobayashi was not giving it up at the end. Which I mean, that when he first got behind that wheel of the the number ten, his last stint, like the first. Three to five laps. I was like, my hand to God, I think he's going to crash his car. And I I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't mean, know how I'm going to react. Dude, from the beginning, we're like three hours into the race and he's making moves. And even the announcers were like, okay, this is some shit you see in the last 45 minutes. You don't see this with 21 hours to go. They're like, whoa. But yeah, a few of those DPI cars got a little aggressive a little early. Uh, yeah, Alio felt the brunt of that. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, and that was the most pissed off I've ever seen him. I thought he was going to start speaking Portuguese. I th- And I told you this. So when they finally got the car back and, like, he got back in, I was like, hmm, maybe we should have switched drivers because I think he's going to go just actively ram that. I mean, he's too much of a professional not to, but there was a moment. Yeah. I thought he was going to find the number 55 and put him in the wall. Yeah, like... And then just not today's. yelling Portuguese as he drove past afterwards. <laughs> just put him in the damn wall. Right. And then just like kiss my ass in Portuguese. Exactly. Uh, I would have thoroughly enjoyed that. <sighs> oh, but yeah, Kobayashi. Uh, yeah, he was not playing around. Um, it was actually funny at the end because um, I had the so I was watching on the TV. Yes. And then I was listening on um, with a with a scanner. Yeah. Well, I was watching the TV on, on my phone, um, you know, in addition to what I, you know, what I could see from where we were sitting. Yeah. Um, the big... Yeah. The big screen in the, in yeah. the living room, you know, um, which I decided it really didn't feel like a living room without the rug. The rug last year made it. So the checkered rug is going to have to go to, to the Rolex every year. That's, you know, what the living room. I, it does tie the room together. And that's what I said. That's li- exactly what I said. I was like, it really just ties the room together. And <laughs> everybody made fun of me. But I'm like, it, it just does, though. You're like, just um, wait till next year. 
Like, I, I can't wait till the year that, like, we, we get a set that comes with coffee tables. <laughs> I think we're working our way up to that now. I mean, we are. We had really fancy furniture this year. Um, but, yeah, so so I've got the whole thing. And I've got, you know, I'm listening to the scanner and all that business. And so um, I kept adjusting who my favorites were at different parts in the race, you know, depending on who I wanted to hear more of, which, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I threw it on, uh, what was it, the number 10 at some mm-hmm. point. And yeah, I had both the Penske cars early on, and then I I was like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, it, they, it was it was just, not their favorite 24 hours. They did not have a great weekend. No, they really didn't. But Kobayashi at the end, he was just so particular, and they were like, you know, it's your call. Do you want to get out? Do you want to stay in the car? And he was like, how many stints are left? And the guy was like, there's one hour and 17 minutes, and then you just hear silence. And then you hear him say, how many stints are left? Like, did I ask for it in hours and minutes? It's like a stint in 17 minutes, buddy. And so the guy comes back. He's like, uh, uh, 1.2 stints. I appreciate that he did the math. He did. <laughs> and then he was like, I'll stay. <laughs> He just, he knew he was going to stay as soon as he said an hour 17, but he wanted him to do the math. He did. He was like, bitch, answer the question I asked. Yep. Did I ask how much time was left? (laughs) No, I asked how many stints were left. Do the math. Oh, yeah. It really tickled me. Um, Oh, but yeah, the poor Penske's. I know everybody in the number six car did nothing but just bitch about the handling of that car well they like, had so the they had tight like they had gone into the weekend already like the tires are just not right like something was i don't know if it's the balance was off on the tires or what because like the six just had some horrific issues with their ride height which yes. is gonna make 24 hours seem like 72 if you've got a shitty ride height oh yeah 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 i i bet that thing was about as much fun as riding a mechanical bull yeah for 24 hours just think about that guys i mean literally like juan like the entire time um was well not the entire time because he also wanted to know who was in front of him and juan drives that is how juan drives and there was a spotter that told him somebody that was behind him and i swear he said i don't care i'm sure i'm 100 well first of all we or he might have just said, who's in front of me? Like, like he just, like, just blew it off. Did not. Yeah. Well, we know that that spotter was definitely not 40. Then. It was not 40. Um, 40 would have, would have not told him who was behind. He knows. No, he, he knows. Juan only he cares Juan. about who's in front. Juan only cares about who is ahead. Juan does not care who is behind him. That no. is of no importance to Juan. No, you are no longer a threat to Juan. Juan, Juan does not care. Juan does not care. Juan is very nice. Juan just wants to drive. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they were, yeah, the car was riding rough. They oh. were, yeah, they were loose in the wrong places and it was just, yeah, it was, it yeah. was painful to hear them. I mean, and every time they change drivers, I'm like, well, maybe this person will have a better ride. I'd be like, like, I mean, it got to the point that like Dane Cameron gets in and I've, I've heard, you know, Pagano, you know, talk about how the car's not handling well. And then Montoya talk about how the car's not handling well. And then Cameron gets in and I felt bad for him. Cause he was like, okay, this really is driving like shit. And by that point they were like, yeah, we know. 
Oh, poor Dane. I know. I was like, he didn't get to have his like moment of, okay, seriously. Oh, um, but this is shit. And they were all like, yeah, we know. Shut up, Cameron, and drive. Right. They're like, yeah, we just got a two hour saga on it. Okay. It's fine. This is what happens when you follow Juan as the car driver. <laughs> oh. But yeah. yeah. So the six car had that. The seven car, well, you know, like four hours in ish, the number 55 speared them, really cut them off in the bus stop area. Um, that basically ruined their chances at a podium. So I think they were like. 10 plus laps behind by the time they got it fixed. Yeah. They made up some time. I mean, they made up the laps, but not those I, laps, but they made up laps. Yeah. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's just a huge amount to be behind. Yeah. And yeah. And again, if you have not seen the Elio Castroneves interview, losing his shit about this, he, he says over, I mean, it's a 24-hour race. 24 hours. 24 hours. He said that so many times. It's 24 hours. Say, say, say 24 hours again. Say 24 hours one more time. Like, the next morning, I get a text from my mom that just goes, oh, man, Elio was pissed. And I was like, yeah, but it's an epic interview. It really is, because you really don't catch him pissed off that much. No, and he is heated. That whole, because they had, you know, cameras in the garages, so they would always cut back to it. And, like, you could see, even after that interview, when he would talk with Ricky and Rossi or somebody, like, he was still animated and heated. Oh, he was still hot. That's why I was like, maybe we shouldn't put Elio back in the car. I don't think anybody wanted to tell him that. I know, it was like... Okay, we got to balance this out here. A potential for vehicular manslaughter or telling Elio he's not driving. Not it. Not I'm going to go with I'm going to go with vehicular manslaughter. Better them than us. Yeah. Suit up. <laughs> Come on, Castro Neves, let's go. <laughs> let's rock and roll. Go make up them laps, buddy. You got it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then was it a uh, was it a couple of the GTLM or GTD cars that decided to spin out on the front grass. Yes, I believe GTD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Because I remember like looking up and I was like, oh, it got, it did get quiet similar to while, as if you're in person when you're watching it over the TV. And I was like, it got quiet. And I looked up and I'm like, cars shouldn't be there. What happened? Right. Not, not before the checkered flies. Like, I was like, nobody should be doing donuts yet. Why are we doing donuts? Because I was like, that's the grass that's checked. Wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Fun fact, by the way. Okay. Um, And I wish I could remember more specifics because I found it late at night one night last week. And I just couldn't wait to bring it up. But before this race... There was an area of the track that Daytona specifically asked the drivers, like, and I think it was the grass. Like, they asked them that they did burnouts or whatever to not tear up the grass. Oh, and and nobody, yeah, and and nobody did. And guess what? It wasn't the end of the fucking world. At a NASCAR track, yes, they asked drivers not to do. 
on grass. Okay, grass. Grass. You you can replant grass. Yeah. Wow. Grass yeah. that has no historical significance. <laughs> Putting it out there. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, and the world did not end. We're all still here. Huh, interesting. So. Interesting. Just gonna put it out there. For what it's worth. Just, uh, just gonna put it out there. Like if not, send it all back. If you don't, I don't give a crap. Shut up. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh! Oh! Really? Hmm. Really? Okay. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, okay, okay. Which I don't recall them ever having to say that before, which makes me feel like it was because of Kyle Bush. <laughs> He's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> by the way to anybody who's offended by that uh, I mean I do think that Kyle Bush acts like an ass um, but that is, that's actually a quote yes. from uh, Brad Kozlowski it, it was this whole like funniest NASCAR interviews and fights and things video that we watched um, and like funniest radio things and anyhow and it, he was like I'm Brad Kozlowski Kyle Bush is an ass and it was just it just really tickled us so that's where yeah. that quote is from um we say it to each other a lot, even at non-NASCAR events. Non-NASCAR events. Yeah, no, we say, we say it all the time just because it, yeah, it just tickled us. Oh, although I did say it this weekend, and, and somebody turned and yelled back at me, you're an ass. <laughs> and they had but two teeth. I'm kidding. Oh. Oh, but it, I was saying, it made me laugh because I'm like, I'm not really that invested in it. Just as like a funny quote to me, like a movie quote. Uh, also, though, but like, that's the best response. So-and-so is an ass. You're an ass. You're an ass. <laughs> like that or well, your mom's an ass. Like yeah. either one. I burst out laughing. I wasn't even the least bit upset. Because at that point you're like, well, you got me. All right. <laughs> yep. yep. Well played. All right. Well played, ma'am. Well played. Oh. But yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. Um, Flat Molly got to do all kinds of things. I'm concerned. Yep. You went down with how many? Three. Three. How many did you come back with? Two. But to oh. be fair, one of them never left its envelope. Ah, okay. It was like a spare because I assumed that... Somehow, one of them would... I Was not going to survive. Both yeah. in flames. Yeah. Yeah, because when I decided I was going to make one for Doug, I was like, oh, I'll just make one. And then I was like, you might as well make two. Like, look, since you're here. Right? I'm like, nope. Um... But yeah, you had, uh, we, we acquired some new cones, um, cause I brought my cone down, my traffic sure. cone and then the, uh, the security people put some more cones around. And so you would be stuck in various traffic cones, either facing the group for conversation or facing the track to watch the cars. And as I do. Yeah. Sometimes you'd be facing the crowd to greet people. Cause then we put our, we put the fast cars, fast girls banner on the back of the couch, which was genius. Yeah. I saw that and I was like. Nice call. Yeah. Well, I when I asked for the bungees, I meant to specify that I wanted like all the bungees because I was going to bungee the banner on the windshield. Yeah, I couldn't find the rest of them, so I thought they were in your van. Are they not? They are not. Um, I'm. Okay. They're probably in a tote. That's yeah. I kind of like spun through all the totes, but I will do a quicker look. Well, and actually, I didn't search the van for them, so it's possible that they're in there. I didn't even. Yeah. It's just a peek into how we pack everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they weren't in the box with the other bungees. I didn't search any further. It never <clears throat> never occurred to me that they might still be in the van. Uh, <laughs> from Liquor and Lights, yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah, no. So we zip tied that zip tied that banner to the couch, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." You're like, "Wait a minute." Oh yeah, Flat Molly got her picture taken by official IMSA photographers. They thought it was hysterical. Naturally. Oh, and then there was an almost love connection with somebody named Cardboard Carl. Yeah, I got concerned. I just I read your your text aloud to everybody. I go, so I just told Molly about Cardboard Carl, and she said, "Well, it didn't take very long for this to get weird." Mm-hmm. Like Cardboard Carl. Cardboard Carl. I'll tell you what. Tony got weird um, in the best way. I love Tony. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but he he got way day drunk. And uh, which he typically does not do, but he had a son Clark with him and they came to our campsite during the daytime. Tony actually said he was amazed he could find it because he's never been there when the sun's up. And yeah, day drunk Tony, he was like, you can bring Flat Molly over to my campsite. She's never seen the inside of the van. And everybody's like, no, so you're making it weird. (laughs) Oh, no, it was it was so funny. Yeah, it made me me laugh. (laughs) Oh. Lots of people offered you drinks and food. There's lots of photos of people like holding up sandwiches or like straws to Flat Molly's face. I mean, I do appreciate that. Yep, because Flat Molly also gets angry. Hey, it's true. She just doesn't have the crippling coffee addiction that I do. <laughs> she does not. Uh, <laughs> I did set um, I set it up because I slept in the van. I didn't take a tent mm-hmm. uh, since it was just me. And so I set up this nice little nest on uh, half of the back of the van. And then I set Flat Molly up next to me the first night that I went to sleep. <laughs> so that when I woke up, you'd be right there because you usually wake me up in the morning. Like, and, uh, there, good morning. <laughs> yeah. And so I woke up and saw your face and it kind of like I jumped because it's huge. <laughs> you. Were like, Shit, somebody's in the van. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the fuck? And then I was like, okay, that was not nearly as funny as I thought it was going to be last night. <laughs> You're like, last night? Hilarious. This morning? slightly horrifying yeah I'm like kind of kind of startled me because I was uh, yeah I put it in there it was dark when I went to sleep like oh that's bad got that I had put it there woke up like yeah <laughs> this bitch is haunting me even here right so yeah yeah that was that was the only night for that uh yeah Ooh. oh I did get to sing karaoke though oh good I meant to ask if that happened that did happen. I was very proud of myself. I did not sing karaoke on Friday, and I did not go around any campfires until after karaoke, because that's always what causes me to lose my voice. Yeah. So, yep. Sang karaoke, and um, and then I got invited up to sing with the group after me, because they were singing Sweet Caroline. And they were like, come on and join us. You know it, it's Sweet Caroline. And I was like, um, of course I know it. I'm white. Am I not white? Like, I said, this is crack for white people. Yeah, come on. Oh, so yeah, it was it was a fun crowd of people doing karaoke, I'll tell you that. Saturday night as a race is going on. <laughs> oh, oh, so something else. Um we happened to time the Ferris wheel perfectly. I feel like they used to do fireworks later or that they moved karaoke because fireworks this year were at 11 and karaoke was from 10:30 to midnight. Hmm. And so they were overlapping, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to run the fire- Ferris wheel, I want to see fireworks, and I want to sing karaoke, and I want to make sure that I actually get in in time, which mm-hmm. I barely did. I was the, you know, second to last person to go. And um, <clears throat> so because of how all that worked out, we ended up riding the Ferris wheel during the fireworks. Oh, very cool. And it was awesome. 
Yeah. I mean, fireworks, but fireworks from a Ferris wheel seems pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I like, I missed out on the photos of, you know, the cars and the Ferris wheel and the fireworks in the background, but like I've done that the last couple of years and having the fireworks from the Ferris wheel, I got some really good firework photos. Nice. And like some cool, um, car photos from up top and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was, you know, we've not ever done that. And I was like, okay, this might need to be a thing that we try to do from here on out. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Ferris wheel is already a good time, so why not? Right. And we actually were on it at the same time uh, Chip Wiles was with the uh, like real cameraman and whatever, because they did the fireworks from there as well. So we got a super long ride. (laughs) Ah, that's nice. Yeah. Some guy in line, like before we got on, was bitching. He's like, come on, this is like the longest fucking ride ever. And we just looked at him and laughed. We were like, all right, dude. Like like it, it, it's a Ferris wheel racetrack. Chill. <laughs> You're at a 10. I need you at a 2. Right? Like, life is not that hard. It's okay. The Ferris wheel will still be here. And the cars will still be running, actually. Right? Like, it's it's fine. It'll, uh, yep, it'll all still be happening. That's, that's too much. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> Like, just full-on losing his shit about the Ferris wheel. Well, you know, sometimes people get cranky about things. They sure do, man. They get cranky about some weird things. They do. But yeah, it was a good time. Pulled out some of the uh, plastic flamingos. Take pictures, do some photo ops with them. Nice. Well, and of course, Mr. Tom wanted to put one, you know, next to Doug. Well, obviously, I feel like that's the whole thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and apparently Doug's not the one who ran over the the uh, flamingo at Road America. Hmm. Nor nor did he put it in the fire. He's been taking the heat for that, but he actually didn't do either of those. Well, I feel like I owe an apology. I also feel like he told me he did that. I know, and he leaned right into the vendetta. Um, yeah, like, okay. But yeah, but... No. yeah, he came clean. It wasn't him. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Very. Oh, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun weekend. Of course Uh, it always is. It always is. But yeah, I definitely missed you like in the evening hours when I was starting to get tired. I'm like, I need somebody else here in person. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Like you you need like another body going through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, and uh, I say it's not that I didn't have anybody. I mean, there were still people like you know, Mike Knapp was hanging out with us all night and whatever, but <clears throat> it's just not the same as me and you. Like, you and I can entertain ourselves. I just like people watching. <laughs> yes. And yeah. we always have something to say about everybody, anything. like it, anything, anyone, and everyone, and everything. And so, yeah, it just, it just wasn't quite the same. The texting was just not quite the same. Uh, and at that point, wasn't. there was, yeah, I couldn't FaceTime you unless I went inside the van because it was so damn loud. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's so hard during that race to do anything, but text and texting, as you said, is not the same. It's not. No. We were, like, texting back and forth. Well, and also during the, like, hard-to-stay-awake hours was when there were no yellows. Yeah, because they had, like... Set a record for, yeah, like, The new record. Back. Yeah, goodness. Shit. I know, was- I was like, of all the years, I should have slept. Yeah. Yeah. It was like just under, I think it was three hours and 40 some odd or four hours and something odd. No, I think it was more than that. 
Oh, I can't. Darn it. I have it written down. That's stupid. No, it was like six hours and something. Was it six and 40-something? Maybe that's it. I think it was like 47, but I couldn't remember what the first... Yeah, no, it was like six hours and 47 minutes or some shit like that. Yeah, it was a crazy long time. It was. Speaking of other yellows, though, um, let's talk about Christina Nielsen, whose Lamborghini was ablaze. She, like, realizes it's on fire, gets out of, like, the main you know road like pulls over slams on the brakes gets it's out spoke billowing out like it's a cheech and chong movie i mean like i don't oh, even know how she could see at that point the in-car camera for that is black like for a while because they were like well here's the in-car and you're like okay little smoke little smoke and then like you can tell when the car stops and it just goes from like somewhat hazy to like full-on black like, yeah. you can't see in front of your face. So, yeah, she stumbles out and then is trying to get the fire suppression system to work. And finally, she's just like, I'm out. And I was like, how? Why is she still close to the car? I just, I thought it was totally badass that, like, she gets out and oh, then yeah. goes up to the front of the car to, like, do the manual release on more fire suppression. And I was like, yeah. look at her. I felt like, like if she'd have had, um, you know, a fire extinguisher that came off of the car that she'd have grabbed it and started putting the son of a bitch out. I mean, yeah, I, she might have, but dear God, like apparently they, they haven't, or they, last time I checked, they don't know why the fire started because it like burnt up in the back. <laughs> it did. It was crazy. It was like, and it was inside. Yeah. Which is even weirder. Yeah. So who knows? But yeah. yeah so. sad, in, sad into their day. I uh, know. But, I, but, but Christina Nielsen went out like a badass. Oh, no. It was so... I was like, uh, what? That car's on. Oh, God. And then I'm like, all right. Well, she's trying to get the fires pressed. And then that's when they showed the end car. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Craziness. Craziness. Um, all right. Well, do we want to kind of run down who won or... Any other any other lingering thoughts? Well, I wasn't gonna do because the GTD and the, the the only good thing about the GTLM no GTD were the uh, Porsches did not have team orders at the end, and that was amazing to me. I love that as well. They were like, "Yeah, apparently there's no team orders," and like two minutes later, not even two minutes later, but like thirty seconds later, the cars almost run into each other, and the announcers go, "Okay, they're really." Or no team orders. I thought, that's how you do it, though. Come on, boys. Like, let's rock and roll. Like, yeah, this is uh, it's GTLM. That's right. Yeah. That was exciting for me. Very exciting. I really enjoyed the race throughout the entire 24 um, between the BMW, the 24, uh, the number 24, um, and the Porsches. Yeah. Because the Porsches were so much better. I mean, on the, you know, like, road course part of it. But on those longer straightaways, the BMWs get him. Had the speed, yeah. Yep, had the speed. We'd get him every time. And it was just, like, cat and mouse, back and forth, of course. It's a great race, though, for us. Oh. Endurance, yeah. It was. I mean, because, I mean, and they raced till the end. Yeah, they did not stop. No, and I was so excited because, A, I have a BMW, so I was yeah. rooting for that person. And also, the number 24 was who I got in our random betting. Yep. Our random draw betting. Um, 
So because, yeah, by the time we decided who all was going to do it, it was like, this is too much of a cluster to be like, okay, you get to pick first and now you. And I was like, nope. So um, in case anybody wondered, um, <laughs> here's how we did it. I counted how many drivers were in each thing and I wrote out numbers and then I wrote out everybody's names and I turned to Tom and I was like, all right, give me, pick any number between one and eight. And so then he picks a number. I'm like, now another one. I'm like, I need you to pick all of the numbers just in any random order. And so everybody was assigned a number. Yeah. And then I went in and like each um, driver, um, like I assigned them a number, but then I had, but Tom didn't know what they were assigned. And so then I had him just pick a random order of numbers. Mm-hmm. But again, like one through eight, one through 16, one through seven, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But my favorite part was, because Tom hit it pretty hard on race morning. He hit it like we hit it on um, with the Bloody Marys at Birds. Ooh, nice. Okay. And so, I mean, like, Tom is feeling good. And so, when I first sit down, I was like, okay, pick a number between one and eight. Tom goes, nine. <laughs> nope. I just stopped. And I was like, Tom, pick a number between one and eight. <laughs> This is what I need you to do. Focus up. Focus up. Focus up. Nine. <laughs> Nine. I can see. Oh, my God. I can see right? him in that moment. He, and he was so into it and, like, took a big old drink of his Fosters. And I was like, I'm here for the enthusiasm. However. But I need you to listen to the rules real quick. <laughs> They're not many. Right. Nine. Uh, oh. Too funny. It was a good time. Uh. Also, just random shout out to the Mazdas for finishing the race and not catching on fire. Amen. Well done, Mazdas. They they apparently figured that out. So there you go. <laughs> yep. We are. Uh, we're proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you not catching on fire like adults. Right. Yep. Nope. Well done. Um, oh, I met one of the uh, sponsors for Meyer Shank Racing, so that was fun. Talked to them about how much we love them, and of course, invited them to some unplugged events. There you go. He was like, "Now, do you know Mike?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh, oh we know Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he said something. He was like, "Yeah, I've got a meeting with them later," and I was like, "Better pick up some bush light." And tell him we say, "Hey, what's up?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. He probably got alerted on the text group. Yeah. Ask him if he knows why drinking a ham special light and having sex in a canoe are, are the same. same. <laughs> God, such a great joke. Oh, that will forever be funny. It will be. Forever. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. So uh but yeah, so the the BMW ended up winning in that Yeah. Car. It was good for them. It was. Good race. Um, let's see who won in the other GT class. Uh, GTD. Oh, I think I accidentally shut down the results. But in the GTD was the Black Swan car that got destroyed in Thursday's practice, like to the point where they didn't think that this car was going to make it. Got it rebuilt with some like help from other teams, which is lovely. I enjoy it. And yeah. they had to get like a waiver for their drivers. But hey, they ended the race fourth. In the GTD class. And I was like, oh, well, if you didn't think you're going to have a car and you right? ended fourth, that's a pretty damn good race. Yeah, it is. Which, by the way, can we talk about, shit, I don't remember his name. There was a driver that raced in two different Signal. classes. Uh, Keating. 
There we go, Keating. Ben yeah. Keating, yeah, he did LMP2 and GTD, and it's a logistical nightmare because you have to have a minimum time out of the car. But you also have to have, have a minimum a, time in the car. In each car. Yeah. To count. Mm-hmm. And it's like four hours in each car. Four hours in each car, two hours after each stint. Yeah. Crazy, but like, well done, sir. Yeah, and for well a while. Done. done. Yeah, unfortunately, like, neither of his cars won. But there was like a minute where they're like, is he going to win in both classes? Yeah, I mean, because he was second in LMP2. Mm-hmm. Uh, his GTD car, I don't think it... <sighs> No, I don't think it podiumed. No, they ended up 11th. Something yeah, happened. Some, they had something, something happened to the car, yeah. Yeah, they had some issues. But, uh, but yeah. But the winner of LMP2, of course, our favorite. Oh, my God. Dragon Speed Racing. With Ben driving it to the finish. That was so yeah. much yeah. fun to watch at the end. I was, like, jumping up and down on my living room just going like yeah ben yeah dragon speed and it was like oh my gosh and he was screaming like oh yeah it was great i loved it well because it's back to back for the for dragon speed now it's a whole it was a whole different drivers Mm -hmm. setup from last time and i was like see that's that says something like same same like organization different drivers that means y'all are doing something right right like they've they've obviously got the formula worked out Mm -hmm. all right now let's get that formula transferred over to IndyCar. Yep. Come on. We're going to be seeing more of them in IndyCar, so. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Let's do it. Uh, oh. Yeah, very exciting. And then, of course, DPI was uh, two years in a row for the Conoco Minolta Cadillac. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've had this opportunity to talk to you yet about my Lord and Savior, Ryan Briscoe. Um, I don't believe you have. Uh, he is now my religion. Okay. The man has to serve a stop and hold for 60 seconds. For a bullshit call, by the way. For a bullshit call. Because that light was yellow. Like, if that had been traffic court, he could have taken it in and said, there is no, let me show you the physics of why I could not physically have stopped in time for this red. And the judge would throw it out. Judgment, like, why is he here? Go on, sir. Have a nice day. But yeah. Oh, no. So he had to serve a stop and hold. And I was like, 60, 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Like, I understand, like, the idea behind the penalty in general for that thing. But, like, not this is one of those opportunities where you're going to be like, no. Keep yeah. on going, man. Play on, player. But so 60 seconds. Um, I'd say, what, like six hours left in the race-ish? The timeline wow. gets hazy in my mind. And then, uh, so put him a lap down. He turned around, got that lap back, and then beat the 77 out of a pit to get to first place. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. Ryan, but this, I'm out. I'm done. He, yeah. Yep. Yep. So Take that's why when they put uh, Kobayashi in and he was getting a little squirrely at the beginning, <laughs> I got real upset. Listen, do not fuck this up. Ryan Briscoe is Jesus. I need you guys not to do this. <laughs> uh, that just means Scott Dixon is the Holy Ghost, I think. Or is he God? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I he's, he's just the Iceman. 
Um, uh, Wayne Taylor was like talking about Scott and he's like, yeah, Dixon just like, he just sits there and he doesn't say much. And he just listens. He goes, but when he says something, you pay attention. And I was like, yeah, it's Scott. Yeah. Like <laughs> no emotion. His heart doesn't race. He was like, yeah, I see why they call him the Iceman. You're welcome. Yep. And I think. With this win, I think Scott vaults up into like more rarefied air with like the Rolex championships and things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, he um he now has won overall three times. Yeah, and then class I think four because the when he was driving for Ford, some of the GTs you know yep. they won, but just class. So yeah, just their class. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense if you're GTD. Well, yeah. So yeah, number ten, one, two years again, another back to back. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. Know. Oh, it also uh, longest green flag and most laps ran in a race. Which is crazy. Oh, excuse me. Uh, which is crazy because they beat that our first year down there, and then they just beat it again. I it's it's us. It's fine. It is. I like or it. maybe the lack of, I don't know, torrential downpour that caused two red flags. God. And should have caused one much sooner than it did. Yeah. But hey, Dude, my favorite was the like, are they really going to go green? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be a shit show. Get the camera ready. Get the phone ready. Oh, nope. They're red flagging nope. it. Oh, Never mind. Oh, oh, okay. They're red flagging it. Okay. Cool. 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 It cool, went cool. from we're going to go green to red flag. Just, just, just kidding. Yeah, the in, in fact, like, ah, no. Don't even abort the green. Like, just abort everything. Bring just them in. Bring, bring them home. In. Bring them home. Bring them on in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, it was a great race. Great weather for you guys. Oh, it was beautiful weather. It was just absolutely perfect. Could not have asked for better weather. Just, um, and the race was fantastic. Like. Good energy, start to finish. A pretty, I mean, only five cars retired. Yeah. Amazing. So it was fair. I mean, except for the kind of a couple of moments, it was a pretty clean race. It really was. Yeah. It really was. I mean, yeah, there are a few people that got a little squirrely, but uh, but yeah, overall, it was just good, hard racing. That's the best kind. Oh, so yeah, it was, I mean, magical as it always is. 24 hours of race cars. Seeing old friends, making new friends. Getting ready, getting excited for IndyCar. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, let's, let's fucking go. Like, we're less than two months out. Is it, is it time to go to St. Pete yet? Like, okay, but when can we go to St. Pete? I mean, it's going to be here before we know it. I know. I I'm know. Around the corner. I actually went through, like, all of the race and checkered clothes this afternoon and I was like I should probably get these somewhere I can find them easy right oh yeah race season is is here really it is. <clears throat> it's upon us it's upon us da, da, da. Aslan is coming um Aslan's on the move yeah um that's what it is Aslan's on the move yeah yeah um but uh but yeah oh and we have our our new checkered blankets that can also oh. The checkered snuggies, kind snuggies, of. but like <clears throat> it's closed in the back because who wants an open 
open in the back thing. Because who wants wind to get you from other areas? Yeah. And basically, it's a sleeping bag. That with a hood. With a hood. It's a sleeping <laughs> bag that's open at the bottom with a hood. Walk around with a hood. Mm-hmm. And it you comes can, with a belt. You can stick your hands out to the side if you want to. If you don't have to. You don't, as, as we, I think, both found out at different times, sometimes it's nice to just, like, cocoon in it. Oh, I cocooned in it. That's how I, because I did sleep. Um, I did sleep for, like, two hours. And I got in the van, and I had been wearing that thing all fucking night. And I, like, just got in. I, like, I took my shoes off, climbed in the side door, and just <laughs> adjusted the hood, pulled my arms in, and went to sleep. And so I woke up to a couple of texts from the guys of, like, dude, are you here? Like, where did you go? We're starting to get a little worried. Nobody's <laughs> seen you this morning. Because I was, like, going to bed as they were all getting up. Like, I saw a couple of them, and I was like, yeah, no. Um, yeah. I was like, I got to just grab a quick nap. Um, and, and so I came out and I was like, oh yeah, and I was talking about how comfy it was. And Tom was like, yeah, I, I like peeked in the van. He's like, but I couldn't tell if there was a body inside of it or if it was just, <laughs> just, you know, thrown in the van. He's like, I just couldn't tell. And I was like, Ooh, it's camouflage too. If we, if we just wear it and like drop to the ground, suddenly that's how we will escape apex predators. Exactly. I was like, this is like the cloak in Lord of the Rings. This is awesome. Ah, this is perfect. Uh, yeah, he's like, I couldn't tell if it was just like a, a blanket in a pile or if there was a body under a there. Body in it. Oh my god. Oh, he's like, then I didn't want to be a creeper staring in the windows, and then you wake up and see. <laughs> that might have been. It was good call, Tom. Good call. Right, I was like, I appreciate that. But of course, um, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. Not that it mattered because I put earplugs in, and I had set an alarm that I didn't hear because. Well, earplugs. <laughs> the earplugs are really good. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. But yeah, those those are amazing. We're bringing those to other races. I mean, they're. I I feel like we both have decided they're coming to St. Pete with us. Oh yeah, I mean they're coming to definitely all the camping races. Like that's oh. going to be on our beds. Yeah, because also it'll make our beds look nice and organized. Oh right. I mean, just I will throw it on top of up. all the shit that's underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't think you can sit on the couch just because it looks like there's nothing underneath that it might look clean it's not there's there's three Smoke different mirrors. makeup pieces clothing and Fake probably hair. crackers <laughs> what'd you say and probably what crackers crackers <laughs> Some or type pretzels. Of cracker and or dipping food and a dip oh there's definitely a dip around there oh yeah uh, maybe a few Natterdick cans. You never know. Just don't lift you it up. Never know. Oh, Natterdays. Mm. I enjoyed those Natterdays this weekend. No, like I, I try not to drink it during the non-race time. So when it's a race, I'm like, oh God, it tastes like speed. Right. And it was just perfect because it was such nice weather. And we've discussed that, you know, they're not, they're not a beer that, you know, you can, you can drink under every occasion but that like you know outside boating kind of vibe race vibe they're perfect for and so with it being florida and sunny and warm yeah it was they were the perfect drink choice absolutely Mm, well that and of course the box wine well my first love naturally i don't want to leave you out nobody nobody could ever take your place in my heart francia (laughs) no number one in our hearts Always. 
Mostly because there's nothing I enjoy more than pulling a bag of wine out of a cooler in a public place. Just because it's a great power move. You're like, don't mind me. Right? People are like, um, how much wine is that? Five liters. It's a bag's worth of wine? How much? Enough? And, uh, uh, what I need? I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I mean, it's just so much easier than carrying the amount of beer it would take. To, to yeah. drink an equivalent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's portable. So portable. You can drink straight from the bag if you break all of your cups like Molly. Sometimes it happens. Or <laughs> at the end, I have to like, you. I, I got to cut a corner because it's just easier to pour that way. It is. Yeah. When you get to the very end. Yeah. Because <laughs> good to the last drop, that boxed wine. Yeah. And I'm going to get that last drop. You know Ooh, it. I have to pick some up at St. Pete. I might, since I'm flying in late, I might be like. Oh, I'll pick you up. I'll, I'll, you, I'll look your store for you. All right, cool. I mean, once you get there, obviously, since we're flying. Um. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'll have, I'll have plenty of time. Yeah. We okay. got to figure out the media gates for that race because we have not figured out a way to sneak alcohol in. <laughs> Maybe we don't say that out loud. I mean, I'm not going to talk about how we're going to do it. Like, That's true. But I do. I'm just Every saying, there are metal detectors. Have... Yes. But we can work around that. But they also looked in our bags. Yeah, but speaking, I mean, yeah. All right, we're going to continue this conversation off air. Because yeah, I, gonna... I, I think That's I've got an idea. Is. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I've been on enough cruises. We can make this happen. I mean, we've smuggled alcohol into other places yeah yeah i've, I've smuggled alcohol smuggled alcohol into better places than the saint pete gp okay then the temporary gate <laughs> yeah god they are so dfs at that too i'm like who do you think is coming here like calm down saint petersburg chill out like in two weeks when the spring breakers are here you're gonna miss us although you know i, I can't say that i'm mad at them because I was telling somebody today that it is like a spring break for adults and that people go down there and act like fools. And I love it. I know. It is kind of, I mean, mean, it's IndyCar spring break. We've discussed this. Yeah, it is. Hashtag IndyCar spring break. And yeah, I just, I love how many adults just act like they're 21 on spring break in college again. They're like, ooh, buddy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, the number of people in our group that passed out at the party barge. Oh, that was just hilarious, though. It was funny. Mm. (laughs) The power went out and then came back on while they were asleep. Yeah, like they missed a whole incident. Yeah, they wake up and try to order a drink and we're like, oh, you didn't know we've damn near drank the bar dry. They're out of margaritas. They're out of this. They're out of this. We're like, you can get a Mick Ultra. (laughs) I know, you can get a Mick. Or a gin drink. Then everybody, eh. It was at that point where we left the party barge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot we about we almost drank that bar dry. I want to. I want to. I want to add that it wasn't just us. No, it was not just us. There were (laughs) lots of people at that bar other than our group. But we we played a significant role in. I mean, we weren't just innocent bystanders, but the only people there drinking. I was like, wait. This we, needs but, to be said. No, it wasn't just us, but we were active participants. We, uh, oh, hell yeah. We would be included in the record. Yes. Oh. 
All right. Oh. I think we have to white flag this. We already I moved think... to St. Pete. We did. All right. Well, my white flag is that I I think that we got to maybe eh, like 50 or 60 count on the I Miss Yous. Yeah. Uh, and that it was not the same without you, but that it was still an excellent weekend. And thanks to everybody who came out and said hi and came out to the campsite um, and just all of our all of our racing friends and family. It was great to see you all again. And I'm looking forward to another fun season. Um, thanks to everybody who said that they were glad that I did not come contagious with the flu because that's why I didn't go people. So I appreciated that. <laughs> yep. And I'm glad that the Just next race it. we will, we will be there together in person in St. Pete for IndyCar. It is coming. I'm excited. Oh, so exciting. So exciting. Alrighty. Let's wave those checkers. Let's wave them. Have a great week guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.